Welcome to Talking Comics with my dad. More comics on this podcast than any other podcast. I'm Rachel. I'm Jim. And Happy New Year, everybody. Happy 2023, everybody. Yeah, not a happy 2023 for DC so far. No. Uh, the Henry Cavill decision, we've talked about that, I believe, previously. Yes, and, we have. And we, we thought that he was going to be back. So did The Rock, because yeah. he had him in his, you know, in the... <sighs> Easter egg and uh, Black Adam and I, was trying to set the stage for a Superman Black Adam movie. And then uh, James Gunn said, no, no, Henry Cavill's not no. coming back. No. I, I got to say, um, I've been reading some stuff about kind of behind the scenes stuff with, with The Rock in DC. And uh, I mean, I don't know. I was kind of, I was a little bit on Dwayne Johnson's side initially because he's he's a charismatic dude and I... I'm biased. I like The Rock, but I do too. I think he's kind of been punching outside of his weight class. I think he, um, I think he kind of assumed that his his celebrity would let him open some doors that I don't think he has the power to open. <laughs> yeah, I think that he thought he was going to have greater influence. Yeah. I think he thought that Black Adam was just going to be this this blockbuster movie, and he was going to have a lot of a lot of cachet, a lot of ability to going to dictate to to James Gunn and, and the new the, the direction have his vision with the direction for DC is going to be and I think he number one he grossly overestimated how people are going to respond to the movie yeah it did not do well it's this isn't wrestling it's it's and it's, it's a whole different territory yeah and I think just because you know yeah he looks the part there's no doubt about it but Black Adam was not a particularly great movie. I really I like things about it. I, I love Pierce Brosnan as Doctor Fate and Noah, Noah Centineo as Adam Smasher. I mean, there were there were good things about the movie. And I think the fact of the matter is that DC is just not in a good place right now. And no. there was, uh, I'm going to say, I don't think there was really a chance. <laughs> I, I don't think it really had much of a prayer. And you know, now we've heard that you know Wonder Woman three is not going to happen. Sounds like Jason Momoa is probably done playing Aquaman. Man, and so. What does this mean, though, for the future? And, you know, it's kind of interesting. I don't think we ever would have thought Cavill and Momoa and, and Gal Gadot, that they would no longer be playing those characters. But Ezra Miller, from reports, might be the one that – he was the guy that looked like he was going to get whacked. I, he was going to, yeah, to, they, to, to you know, lose the chance to play The Flash, and there's a lot of debate about the – the movie, and if they were actually going to release the Flash movie, it's gone through a lot of reworking, and now it sounds like, according to reports, that there's a decent chance that Ezra Miller, because they feel like he's kind of cleaned his act up, that that they may keep him on as as the Flash. And and yeah, and I, the thing the thing that gets me with Ezra Miller, it's just I. Nobody else has a criminal record on there that I'm aware of. They do. It's like, you know, I I feel like it's just, it, it sets a really ugly precedent that, you know, unfortunately it's nothing new in Hollywood that, you know, a lot of... A lot of folks kind of get away with, with murder because, you know, they're, they're attached to, like, you know, a, a big name, but... I just, I think it's so messed up that they're, they're the one out of all this that might be yeah. sticking around. Yeah, that... That Ezra Miller was charged with assault, sexual misconduct, even felony burglary. So it looked like Ezra Miller was, like I said, done. And now that they they're 
sounds like the DC is leaning toward Miller sticking around. And I, I, and it looks like now the, the flash movie it's, it appears that they're going to try to use this as the multiverse here. We're going to potentially introduce the new, the new DC, the new DC cinematic universe. It sounds like that's what they're trying to do with the flash. And and if I if I may be a little biased once again, absolutely not, <laughs> absolutely freaking not. I mean, I I'm on social media a fair bit. Um, Miller's Miller's stock, Miller's value with a lot of viewers is zero. It's nil. Like you know, you you get a lot of you get a lot of folks on on Twitter defending celebrities for all kinds of stuff. But I I think here it's pretty much unanimous that it's like this person is like that's that's. T- they need some consequences and this, this isn't the way to go. And also too, I, I just felt like that when, not that I dislike Ezra Miller's acting necessarily, a but an actor, but in, you know, in watching Miller play the flash in, in the movies that, that he's, that they've been in that I, I just, I've have not been wowed. He's as Barry Allen. It's, the character, the character's kind of a goofy, you know, sidekicky kind of thing. It's, it's very weedy. <laughs> yeah, it's and and, weedy. and so he was, you know, they or he it, is it, Barry it, Allen. They, they, I think they go by they. I, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure what the what the current um status on. I, yeah, I'm no. pretty pretty sure it's they. We'll just we'll just keep it Ezra Miller. How yeah. about that? Yeah. <laughs> and so when Ezra Miller was playing that character, it, it just seemed like it was the goofy sidekick. Like you said, kind of comic relief. Like you said, very Joss Whedon yeah. ish kind of approach to the, the character. And so it just seems strange that Miller could be the only one of this group that These, ends up continuing to play that same character, you know, known for hilarious roles. Like we need to talk about Kevin, <laughs> which a, a movie that a great movie Miller was really good in. Fantastic movie. Tilda Swinton, a really good film. Yeah, but. and and so horrible subject matter, but oh, very but a, but a but a, a very good film. And so yeah, I but that the things I keep hearing are that this is kind of the plan to use this film as the springboard. I just I don't know. I I don't think it's good. I I'm not. I, I get a bad feeling about this. <laughs> you know, and James Gunn keeps talking about yeah. There's going to be maybe a, a DC TV series not saying what it's going to be that Jason Momoa could come back and play Lobo that it just, it just seems I, I get it. that He doesn't want to say too much yet, but, it, but, it, but, but it just seems very chaotic, not very, not very well laid out, at least from what we're hearing, maybe behind the scenes, this is a, a very well, going to be a very well executed plan. Right. I mean, I'm just knows? not sure the Flash movie is the is the perfect starting point for some of these things. But I, I guess because of the multiverse opportunity here, it does now afford the chance to bring other other characters in, a new Superman potentially. And we're, I'm hearing a younger Superman. I think yes. they want to do younger Superman as like a cub reporter for the Daily Planet. There's potential for other side characters. We get a little more Lois Lane, a little more uh, Jimmy Olsen, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, the yeah. uh, the famous Superman character that we all know. <laughs> forget forget that that title guy. It's we're here for Jimmy Olsen. Yeah, let's. <laughs> which remember Snyder made a 
brief reference to James Olsen, the, the photographer that gets, that, that ends up dying. Mm-hmm. I think. I can't believe they killed him. They killed Jimmy Olsen. <laughs> Again. In the Snyderverse, they, they killed him off. So we'll see what happens. Um, you know, the, the film comes out this summer, and, and we'll see what June 16th is when it's still slated to come out. But uh, could very well be what sets the, the direction for James Gunn and, and DC moving forward. I guess we'll see. All right. Anything else you want to... Talk about the moment. Um, well, we've got something we're discussing coming up in a future episode. Uh, just brought the book over today. Cycle of the Werewolf by Stephen King. Not quite a graphic novel, but uh, something I'm really excited about talking about in the future because I, I think it's it's really interesting. It, it's cool because it's, like I said, it's not a graphic novel, but it has illustrations in it. And I've just started looking at it a little bit. I haven't really started reading it yet, but it kind of... Uh, it's, it really adds to each because it's each month mm-hmm. of of this you know, werewolf sightings and encounters, and it does a nice job of of highlighting these characters that are that are in the book. And it was also a movie. Um, the movie was called Silver Bullet. Uh, I will say the book's one fatal flaw is that it doesn't have Gary Busey in it like the movie does. <laughs> Gary Busey was shockingly not a werewolf. <laughs> I don't know. You see some pictures sometimes, and you might wonder. I mean, he's not a werewolf in the movie. In real life, who knows? He could very well be one in real life. I'm I'm not exactly sure. Oh, and on the subject of horror, um, something else that we were discussing, uh, Renfield. Yeah, we were talking about this a little bit. Uh, you know, we dabble in the the horror film stuff a little bit. Obviously, it's, it's, you do it's a lot. More, more my more my wheelhouse, I think. But the trailer's out, and, and Nicolas Cage plays Dracula. Uh, remember years ago, he was in a movie called Vampire's Kiss. Where he's, uh, the, the basic premise of the movie is that it's it's not quite for sure if he's a man who is just having a very intense mental breakdown and thinking he's or, a vampire. Or he's actually a vampire. Yes. <laughs> well, this he actually is Count Dracula. He's a vampire. And Nicholas Holt is his famous, you know. Enabler. You know, enabler and, you know, gets Beat up on all the time by by his boss, uh, Nicholas Holt plays Renfield, and it, it definitely has the it's it's trying to be it's trying to be funny and, and there's the what he goes to see Renfield goes to see like his counselor yeah. his therapist because he he has such a hard time dealing with his boss Dracula which you I think it's kind of funny and I, I and I think it could be a really funny movie it could be good you're not so I, sold on on the the premise of it I I think it's I I don't know I feel like a, with a lot of more more modern horror there is always this kind of camp of like we're going to make this movie and you know gosh isn't this premise silly isn't this a silly goofy thing and you know I think I'm just I'm a little cynical because I I think that I think people are too quick to tear apart horror as a genre and think that it's all kind of kind of silly. And yeah, some of it is, but I mean, not that I'm expecting a stone dead serious Nicolas Cage vampire movie. No, like it's Nick Cage. It's yeah. But I mean, I I think I I want to watch the movie. I want to see it because I'm going to see it regardless. I I think it's it's definitely got potential. I think maybe I'm just being a little cynical because I 
I don't know. I feel like sometimes creators get a little bit mean-spirited with the genre, just in terms of, like, you know, picking it apart. But who knows? You know, it'll probably be good. Nicolas Cage looks sick. He looks so cool. <laughs> of course, Nicholas Holt played Blue Beast mm-hmm. in X-Men with First Class. He was... Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, he has a, so kind of tie back into our the superhero part of thing that we, we talk about, but he's also in the movie, the menu, yes. which I had the chance to watch, which is in the horror vein and Ralph Fiennes is great in it. Uh, he's always so Anna Taylor joy is really good in it. Nicholas Holt's really good in it. Uh, Judith light from, uh, who's the boss who's mm-hmm. been, you know, become a really great character actor over the years. Uh, she's in the film as well. It's it's a. I'm still trying to decide if I like it or not because after I initially watched it, I I was like, eh, I don't. Great premise, outstanding cast. Don't know if I really think it's great. The more I think about it, it's like you know it was actually it was a pretty good movie. So if you get a chance to watch the menu, it's kind of that that horror genre. If you uh, want to check that out, I it's on HBO Max it. right now. Yeah, I got to check it out. All right. Anything else we I... need to address? I, I think that that covers most of it. I think that's it for Jay. Bit of a bit of a short, uh, shorter episode to ring in the new year. So, uh, yeah, a lot of interesting things. Anything going on at the library you want to let people know about? Oh, gosh. Uh, we have a puppet show coming up next week, uh, Frog and Toad. Uh, okay, one that you, you helped write. I, I actually did write the script for it. I, I mostly transcribed a lot of the short stories in the book, <laughs> and I kind of, it, it wasn't like it was hard, but it's, we've put in a lot of work. And I'm very excited. I voice Frog. I, no, I don't voice Frog. My coworker Maria voices Frog. I voice Toad. Okay. And so check that out at the Mesa County Public Library Central Branch. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we're actually going to be at the other branches as well. So we're doing a bit of a tour. It's going to be fun. Will there be t-shirts? Um, not yet. Maybe. Tour t-shirts for it? <laughs> Maybe we should make some. Maybe so, yeah. Some Frog and Toad tour t-shirts. Yes. Coming your way soon. Sounds anyway, I'm Jim. I'm Rachel. And we'll see you next time.